Hey, I'm Kevin Dees, and this is the RoboJuice Podcast. Hey guys, please stop these two things from appearing on your landing page. Number one, vague content. Number two, impersonal testimonials. Vague content only confuses customers and keeps them from buying from you. Impersonal testimonials lack emotion and it makes it really hard for visitors to connect with them. So let's dig into these two things and see how to keep them from appearing on your landing page. You know, you're always trying to do three things when it comes to your landing page. You want to keep doing certain things, you want to start doing new things, and you want to stop doing other things. You really want to be trying to do all three of those, and today we want to focus on the things that we need to stop doing. So, impersonal testimonials. Testimonials that are not personal are really not testimonials at all. They're more like sound bites. It's very robotic, and you need to avoid that kind of testimonial like the plague. A solid testimonial really speaks to a customer's specific personal experience and what problem was solved, right? So when somebody gives you a testimonial, you're looking for the specific, the personal, the experience piece of it and what problem has been solved through there. So what does an impersonal robotic testimonial look like? What does it sound like? How might it go? So I have an example that I've written down and I'll read it to you. Now just listen to how robotic this sounds. A great new restaurant is hard to find. Restaurant 1020 has great food. The staff are friendly and helpful. It is like a palace. Now let's listen to a personal testimonial. Right? Here we go. Finding a great new restaurant is not easy for us. When my wife and I walked into restaurant 1020, the staff made us feel welcome and the dinner was great. You see here, you, can you see the difference? Can you feel it? You see, a solid testimonial has really three good components to it and you can have more components but I'm looking for these three and as you're searching through your testimonials or if even if you have the chance to go reach out to a customer and ask them for one kind of say hey let's format it around these three things okay so what's the first one well the first thing that we want to look for in a testimonial is we want to be specific we want to ask for specific details notice in uh, the good testimonial here we talked about how it was me and my wife. We're being specific about who was there. Um, we're also being specific about what took place, right? So, you know, we walked into the door. That's specific when we walked into the restaurant. And then also specific, it was a dinner meal. You know, I didn't say the food was good, like in the bad testimonial, where I said, uh, what is it? Restaurant 1020 has great food. I mean, that's, that's not specific. So we want to be specific. We also want to be personal. We want the customer to have that ownership over it. So we're looking for words like I and we and us and our 
those possessive words. We're looking for those in the testimonial. Just makes it way more real. And then also we're looking for the experiential piece, right? So we're looking for those three things, specific, personal, and experiential. The experiential piece really addresses the gap or the problem that um, the customer or that you have solved for the customer, you've helped them solve, right? So at the beginning of both of these, they kind of have it, the bad and the good. So there's, there's points there. We're basically saying it's hard to find a good restaurant. And so we're addressing the real problem there. And what defines a good restaurant, that's implied through uh, what's said through the testimonial, which is the staff made us feel welcome and the dinner was great, right? So good food, good service. Those were the differentiators for this testimonial. So we want to focus around the specific, the personal, and the experiential and address those problems. So that's going to be a much better testimonial. And now you have a framework for getting those really bad ones off your landing page, and you need to do that as quickly as possible. Let's get more specific with things. Vague content is the next thing we want to attack. We do not want vague content on our site. To bring this point home, you're like, well, are the words really that important on my site? Yes. You know, you can spend all the time you want. You can spend a lot of time on this, on the look and feel of your landing page. You know, getting things moved around, making them just feel really nice. But if the words are wrong, your landing page is not going to perform, period. doesn't matter how good it looks. If a customer is confused, they're, they, you're just not going to get any results. So how do we remove that? confusion how do we get away from these vague words so to do that to overcome the vague words we really have to move away from the concept of abstractness right we don't want to use abstract words so for example um, let's say something like solutions right solutions would be a vague word it's more abstract right Products could even be a uh, uh, a vague or an abstract word, right? What is products? Products could mean anything. You know, if I say uh, cooking products, that gets you thinking a little bit more specific. But even then, it's still a little vague. But if I said cooking pots, dishes, and utensils, now you can really start to hone in. You know, there's an example of... Um, of this like a little practice that you can do that's kind of fun if I asked you to uh, basically take 10 seconds so after I give you uh, the task you pause the podcast for 10 seconds I'm gonna tell you to do this okay ready you're gonna pause after I make the statement think of 10 white things in the next 20 seconds Okay, so you try to think of 10 white things, gauge the difficulty. How hard was that? You know, I just said, think of 10 white things. So you're just thinking of any kind of vague white thing. But if I said, and maybe you can do this, okay, so pause it after I say this statement, think of 10 white things. Things inside of your refrigerator. See how much faster you start to think 
of the things because we're being more specific, we're being more concrete. And that's the difference, right? The abstract thing is more nebulous, it's more vague, concrete, we're honing in on something more specific. So that's what we want to do on our landing page. We want to be specific because we want people to be able to think quicker. We don't want to confuse them. We don't want to slow them down. Their time is valuable. So being concrete is really a nice thing. Uh, it's, it's not really too hard to do. So for example, if you're going to say something vague, maybe you would say, you know, on your website, we provide cooking solutions for the kitchen. That sounds really good, but it doesn't say anything to the customer. It leaves them wondering, what does a solution mean? Are solutions products or services? Or are solutions both of those things? And if solutions are, let's say, products, what are the products? So I'm having to like go down this chain, this guessing game, to find out what you're talking about. It's just too vague. You really need to say something concrete like, we provide cooking pots, dishes, and utensils for your kitchen. So we're saying that over we provide cooking solutions for the kitchen. You notice how we're being very specific. We're saying cooking pots, pans, and utensils, and then we're also saying it's for your kitchen, not for the kitchen, right? The kitchen could mean a restaurant's kitchen, or it could mean a home kitchen, but your kitchen, we're speaking to the specific person, which basically implies it could be either one, but it keeps you from wondering which one. It's, it's for your kitchen. So that really helps bring clarity to the customer right away when they're on your landing page. So it's very important that you be as concrete as possible whenever you're building out your landing pages. So there's a lot more things to avoid, but those are the two for today. So I challenge you, let's go out there and focus on just take a landing page, find a few, maybe just one. You know, one's very tangible. Take one of your landing pages, maybe your top level landing page. Go look at it. See if there's testimonials, maybe a page with a testimonial. Go through there and see if you can find better testimonials, right? Uh, obviously, you don't want to create your own testimonials, so you can lead customers, but let's get some better testimonials in there, get some personal ones, and let's get away from that vague content. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you don't mind hopping over to iTunes and giving us a review, if you like the show, that would be awesome. We would love to see five stars from you, but if not, that's totally cool. Up to you. If you don't know what RoboJuice is, we take the guesswork out of web by using a proven process. We offer digital solutions that help companies eliminate the stress of maintaining an effective online platform, freeing you, business owners, to focus your time and energy on the areas that fuel your passion and creativity. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can head over to robojuice.com slash podcast, and we would love to hear from you there. Thanks again so much for your time today, and I hope you have a good one.